Welcome to Good Morning Vale. Happy Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving. We have such a great show for you today. We have cheese balls. We have leftovers. We have stuffing. Oh my, it's going to be a great Thanksgiving here at Good Morning Vale. So keep it right here. Good Morning Vale starts right now. Lionshead Jewelers Fossil and Mineral Gallery. Located in the heart of Lionshead Village for over a decade, our 4,000 square foot gallery boasts a one-of-a-kind experience that cannot be found anywhere else in Vail. We carry the most exquisite array of fine jewelry, high-end minerals, and museum-quality fossils. We invite you to come in and explore all the history and beauty that nature has to offer. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vail. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vail from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vail Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vail.com.
Thank you for watching Good Morning Vale. Have an amazing day. Get on out there, soak up that sunshine. We'll see you tomorrow right here for more Good Morning Vale. Bye, everyone. Hi, I'm Gretchen Bleshaw. You might recognize me from the Glitz and Glam with Gretchen. Maybe you hear my voice on the radio from time to time or see me out at a concert or two. I love concerts. If you see me out, the long mermaid hair, I'm almost six foot tall. It's hard to miss. Come and say hi. Give me a high five and make sure to watch me right here on TV8. Welcome back to the show. I love Thanksgiving. I love the family, the friends, the food, and I love a good cheese ball. Let's check out Kim and Kevin in the kitchen making a cheese ball. Now, I love a good Thanksgiving appetizer almost as much as I love the actual meal itself. Kevin, do you, what, what's your favorite? Do you like the appetizers oh or do you gosh. like the meal? Oh my gosh, I like it all. <laughs> I really do. It's one of those things where you just graze throughout the day and then you get to the meal and it's like you're stuffed, but you still, you're, you're just relentless and you just go after it. Well, you know, I grew up in the South, okay. which means we love things that are filled with cheese. So we are going to be making mini bacon cheese ranch ball bites and it's quite delicious so this is going to be a fun one i can't wait <laughs> do you are you a big fan of, of like different cheese appetizers oh i love cheese <laughs> awesome. yep. i mean who doesn't right it's who doesn't a, like cheese it's a staple it's a st you know but you know shout out to those that don't eat it but uh for the, most of us this is going to be a delicious and savory little finger food before you have the big meal so it's really simple it starts with um two kinds of cheese so cream cheese okay. and cheddar cheese so we're going to go ahead and get started making this recipe we're this one would make about 15 mini balls so it's going to be a, feed like two people feed, <laughs> for now but it'll feed everyone here in studio but we'll go ahead and get started what we have is uh we've got cream cheese and you kind of want to let it sit out so it's nice and soft soften it up there. so we've had it probably okay. sitting out about 15 20 minutes mm -hmm. and uh, it'll be nice and soft so we're going to do about two-thirds of a block of cream cheese which is about eight ounces okay Sorry, it's about six ounces of cream cheese. So we're going to go ahead, and Kevin is going to do the cutting for me. And then while he does that, this is super simple. It should take 10 minutes or less. And you want it in that bowl. <laughs> and we'll throw it in our bowl okay. here, right? And you, you want to make sure there's kind of an interesting fine line with this cream cheese. You want it to be softened but you don't want it to be too soft. Otherwise, it won't hold everything right, together. Right, you want to bind it. Yeah, exactly. Bind it together. Exactly. The keyword here, the and cooking in the kitchen, binding. Binding. Binding is a keyword. So the next thing that we'll be doing is four ounces of shredded cheddar cheese. Okay. So an entire package of cheddar cheese, if you were making this for a whole... Uh, um, the full size of the recipe, you would just dump the entire package of cheddar cheese because these are about eight ounces in the grocery store. So we'll do okay. about half. Okay. Do you want to dump half? And one thing that you mentioned yeah. before we started here, a key ingredient to get started with is the washing of the hands. And yes. Kim and I both yes. washed our we hands. We washed our hands during the commercial break, so we are ready to go because this is going to be an interactive. Looks good to me. Yeah, that's yeah. four ounces right there. Four ounces, right? On the so nose. The best part, you can use a hand mixer or just for the essence of time. I like to use this one. You just put it on the lowest speed. So you're gonna, whoop, stick it in there and, yep. and get rock and, you, and rolling. So, Kevin, what you can do right now while I'm mixing this is... is stand away and wear an apron. <laughs> stand away, wear an apron. But we're actually going to go ahead and mix our bacon and our parsley. And gotcha. mix it in here. So you're going to do about a half a teaspoon of parsley. Okay. And then a half a cup of 
bacon bites, say just about half the package or gotcha. a little more, whatever. You know, it's really up to you. You okay. can mix whatever you want to because what we're going to do is roll our cheese mix into the bacon and the parsley. It's the simplest method. And then the last piece, you throw a little bit of ranch seasoning in there. Now, you can measure this out. I'm going to go ahead and measure it out now. You're going to be official I'm going to be official. While I'm sitting here <laughs> eyeballing things. Well, you can never go to, you can never, and also, too much cheese, too much bacon doesn't exist in my mind. Right, okay. Yep, so, so you're just going to go ahead and, and add How a much little, of the parsley again? Um, you're about, a tablespoons? About, a, about a half a teaspoon, or a half. tablespoon, sorry, okay. so not that much. And we're just going to go ahead and throw it in here. I'm telling you, and, and it's really up to you. You can put as much ranch seasoning as you want to. Now, wish me luck. Let's hope it doesn't go wish all me luck, over the place. Because I'm the one standing next to her. <laughs> you know, we'll go ahead and there we go. And just kind of pulse it and mix it all together. You know, sometimes you might want to make sure you've got a bowl that has higher sides than the one we're using here today. But or a blender that doesn't go on Mach five. <laughs> We're just pulsing it out just to get it nice and mixed together. Now, this is going to be the fun part, and, you know, we can, um, I'll leave you to do the rolling, and I'll make, I'll make the balls, but yeah, our hands bring are my clean. Gloves. <laughs> you, normally, you, if you wanted to use gloves because you are entertaining for people, I'd always recommend that. Okay. Um, but you know what I love? I love using this little melon ball scooper because it makes it like a nice, perfect little, perfect balls. little amount. You know, you've got too much. And then if you're wondering, like, what do I do next? If you've got an extra spoon, it always kind of helps scoop it out there. So that's about the size of it, right? Okay. We're just gonna scoop it. Oh, this is always the fun part. And then I'm gonna roll it into a ball. Okay. <laughs> and then we're just going to hand drop, it off to me. Hand it off to you. You okay. roll it in the bacon. I'm going to dredge it in the bacon. Dredge it in the That's bacon. That's a key kicking, kicking word, dredge. <laughs> Binding and Binding and dredge. <laughs> so if you're starting your own glossary and definition. And really, you know what I love about this is, like, you can really do all kinds of variations. So, you know, we use our base of cream cheese here, um, but you could use, like, the boursin cheese that's got, mm -hmm. like, the herbs and flavors in it. You can you know, roll it in almonds or whatever, walnuts. Whatever cheese you want. Whatever cheese you want. You just need a soft cheese, and then if you want to, um, I guess you could say have a variety of flavors and a flavor explosion in your mouth when you take a bite, you uh, literally... Who doesn't love that? And who doesn't? You just Especially kind of, for the holidays. <laughs> for the holidays, you know, that's definitely a good one. But then as you as you do this, you can do, like, I, I've done a variation where I put um, diced dried cranberries with some walnuts over it. It's quite delicious. Do you see how I've been changing my technique a little bit? I started off, and I noticed some of my, my dredging has fallen off, but <laughs> if I get it on there and then I give it a little bit of roll like this, yeah. just integrates it a little bit. Another word, integrate. <laughs> integrate. Right into, there we go. I mean, look at how delicious these look. <laughs> Uh, you know, definitely nothing healthy about this recipe. No, not if at you all. were trying, I could say. Well, I tell you what, you did. You did get the simple organic pretzel sticks. I did. We're so we're. You know, these are staple in my house as well in yeah. my pantry. Okay. And oftentimes, I think depending on your grocery list, you may have most of these ingredients in your fridge already, depending yeah. on what you're doing. And you know, measurements are important, but really, it's just kind of up to you. And I'd say, you know, from from here, these look pretty good to us. You know, right. I can't wait to uh, to try it. First I can thing tell in the you were just all excited. You're shaking over there. My goodness. Shaking in my boots. My except today goodness. is the one day I didn't wear boots, yeah. which I usually always wear on the show. But once you do this and you know, you kind of um, you just set them out, you can make them look pretty. And the best part is we've got these pretzel sticks. And you just stick right smack in the middle 
and it makes a great finger food for your guests. So while we are getting our hands dirty preparing these, your guests won't be getting their hands dirty while they eat them. Right, they just, just <laughs> right here. You just stick it, a, stick a pretzel stick right in the middle, and you've got a delicious bacon ranch cheese lollipop is how I like to look at it. Forget cake pops. Those are so last year. Oh, those are last year. <laughs> you know, we're all about the savory flavors, but what's really great about this is you've got the saltiness from the bacon bits, and then if you wanted to make your own bacon bits, you can. Um, I, that's, you it's, know, a lot, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, a little bit more messy, but if you just wanted to throw this together in a quick five to ten minute preparation, you run to the grocery store. What do you think? Oh, just... <laughs> A food marvel. <laughs> it is a food marvel. The easiest Thanksgiving recipe. You literally just mix a couple of cheeses together, throw some ranch seasoning, and then you roll it in bacon bits and parsley. You can do fresh parsley. You can do dried parsley, which is what we did. But it's just short, simple, easy. Run to the grocery store. Six ingredients go. or less and doesn't take very much And time. look at that presentation. Just absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Well, that's a, that's a quick and easy one. If you're looking for recipes, happy to share it with you. Just ping us on the YouTube channel or on our Facebook page, and we'll share it in the comments. Good morning, Bill. Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. My name is Tyler Alvarez. Uh, I work here at Sweet Basil in Vail. I'm a bartender here. I originally came to Vail to snowboard. I slept on my sister and my cousin's couch for what was supposed to be a week, turned into two months, and then I found my own spot and then kind of made friends and worked different places in the valley and kind of just fell in love with it more and more every single day and ended up finding my way to Sweet Basil through some friends who worked here and all the great things that I heard about it. And yeah, I've been here for four years now. It, it's hard to wake up in Vail and, and be upset when you look outside. It's just beautiful. My favorite part about working at Sweet Basil is definitely that I could be proud about everything that we're putting out, whether it's food, drinks. We also get to be really creative here. Uh, the bartenders, the, the whole team here, we. We workshop our menus every season, so we'll start with a spirit or an ingredient, and then we get to be really creative and, and make a whole project of it. And then when we get the final product, it's, it's a drink that we're all really proud of for the whole menu, and that's super fun, just being able to be creative and, and work with new things. And the most fun cocktails to make, though, are definitely the ones that we get to create from scratch. When people take a sip and say, oh my god, this is delicious, or they just love it. And that's probably the most fun for me, the, the 
the creativity behind it and making unique cocktails. That for me, that would be the most fun drink to make. Just the, the one that you start from scratch and then people are excited about. I'm Tyler, I live and work in Vail. Come see me at Sweet Basil. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now, I love a good casserole, especially on Thanksgiving. This was one of my favorite holiday traditions from back in the day from Ohio. Now, Mark threw in the rest of that cheese ball we just made, so it's real cheesy. Let's take a look. Well, it is a fun Friday, and we are sizzling things up here in the kitchen. And I don't, I don't even know what Mark's doing. He's back there prepping things. I'm actually looking around through the cabinets to see what other things we can add into this. Um, this to make sizzling it, concoction. This breakfast <laughs> breakfast casserole, like an egg strata. Like a, yeah, these things are yum. You know, this is like one of my favorite things. I always do a, a big ski trip every year with my brother and a lot of our friends. And what we do is prepare a lot of breakfast casseroles. So it's super simple. You can make it overnight and then you literally just pop it in the fridge in the morning. Because who wants to make a lot of things early in the morning for a lot of people? I don't. I never do. <laughs> it's not my deal at all. What did you, so is this your special recipe? So it's similar. Not my special recipe specifically, but I do love to do this. And really you can follow the measurements, but um, you really just kind of put in whatever you want to really. We've got, you know, so we're cooking up some... Some onion just to soften it a little bit so that when you bite it, you know, it'll be you can baking. Put, you can put it in there, obviously, raw dog if you want to, but you don't need to. Yeah, and so we, uh, during the commercial break, we decided we were going to brown a little bit of the sausage. Yep. And I love sausage in the morning. It's just, Is that the Jimmy Dean? You know, I don't know what brand it is. You, Mark got this started during the commercial break. <laughs> so it is the Jimmy Dean. And uh, I, I like a good now, sausage. Now, have you had the Jimmy Dean maple sausage before? Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I bet that's good. It is good, but I wouldn't use it. I w probably wouldn't mix it with this because it's the sweet piece that, I don't know, I took was, I like the savory kind of yum. But Same. the sweet is good at times. Sweet is good at times. You know, I, you mentioned the maple. I actually, when I eat sausage. Am I freaking you, know, you out by people? <laughs> I don't know sorry. where to look right. <laughs> you know, when I'm, when I'm eating a, a usually sausage with my pancakes, I always drench it in the maple syrup. And I only use real maple syrup. Really? Yeah. None of that sugar-free Aunt Jemima stuff. So we were talking about <laughs> this recipe, right? And yes. We have basic stuff that goes into it. We do. So what's kind of easy about this recipe, you just need a carb, which we're using frozen hash browns. Super simple, and you're just going to layer it. We use six eggs, two cups of milk, and then whatever breakfast meats and vegetables that you want to put in it. And, of course, cheese. Always cheese. I found some Vermont maple syrup, too. Oh, uh, well, I'm going to save a little would bit of you, sausage. And eat it on the side because it's not going in my eggs. <laughs> Heard it. So I was looking in the fridge for more things we could add to it, right, Kim? Yep. Um, and I'm not going to open the fridge, show everybody what's in here, but I did find a couple things. Now, this we found out is a little Tupperware full of little diced jalapenos, which for me would be really good in here. Mm -hmm. But we also found out they've got a kick to them. They have a kick, but they've because they've been kind of hanging out in the fridge probably for a little longer than they should have been. <laughs> We're admitting that on live TV. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> oh, not bad. So we're gonna. I mean, look at that. That this little thing hid in the corner in there. You wouldn't even see it. But we're not going to use those today. But you, did, you and Kevin made this yesterday. We did. We made bacon cream cheese cheddar ranch bites. Delicious. So we basically, you can make this as a dip, but we just rolled it into little balls and stuck pretzels on it. So it was like a cake pop, but a savory cake pop made out of cheese. And this, I think, could work with this. So I think we should add this in. I'm here for that. Absolutely. Okay, so that's going to be going in here in a little bit. Once Absolutely. we get, once we, we preheated the oven to 350. We did. We did. Do we need to um, spray this down or give it a little... You know, we... I don't um, think it's a bad idea. We, but... don't, we can, but you don't need to. You can literally, you can just throw everything in there but it wouldn't be a bad idea you know just to make it easy on your on your life when yeah. you're getting it out there but the best part about this recipe too it takes about four, once you're finished like assembling it and you can layer it like like a lasagna if you wanted to you can just kind of mix everything together um but sausage is going so we're almost done here and if it's not completely cooked it will bake in the oven too so yeah. you don't have to worry about making sure that it's completely cooked in fact i think we should get started on the rest of it <laughs> Even though it's really raw, let's just eat it. <laughs> that is not what I said. You get to just throw no, it, throw no, it in the fine. oven. It's going to be baking for about 40 minutes. Did I tell minutes. you I had hernia surgery the other day? <laughs> You're still dealing with the after feel this right. Feel this right here. You feel this? Just feel this right here. Right there. I think I'm good. That's the real, there's, there's three. Mark, we have eggs to crack. Okay, here we go. So we're We've doing got eggs. six eggs. We've got so to get we, this These are going in here with the milk, right? They are. So... Word of advice, don't crack it on the edge if you can help it. Crack it on a flat surface so that you don't get a shell in there unless you're expert, which I'm Mark pretty, is. I'm actually pretty good at it. Yeah, some people aren't. I I'm, can do it I'm not on occasion. Depends. If I have an audience, sometimes I get nervous. Really? <laughs> Just with the cracking eggs, you know. People watch you. The way you crack your eggs learn, tells you a lot about a person. Confidence. It does. So, it wait, really so, does. So um, eggs and milk are going in here right Two now. Two cups of milk, yep. So we're going to go ahead and get the, that milk rolling while you crack the eggs. And we're just kind you of can, you eyeballing free, the milk. Yeah. We, can, we can eyeball this milk yeah, for the most part. Yeah, it's pretty easy. You basically just kind of want to make sure that the consistency is good. And the milk also just adds, like, extra fluffiness and a little bit of Because you could uh, use half moisture. and half. You could. You can, if you wanted to, right? Yeah, you could. And, you know, you could throw cream cheese in this. But we're keeping it pretty basic. We are throwing cream cheese from the leftover dip. Yep. But, you know, just to make it creamier and a little bit more delicious. Okay, you got that. Yep, yep. All right, I'm going to let you freehand the milk since you're manning it all. Then you're just going to stir it all together. And you, yep. I'm liking that. That looks like two cups of milk to me. Works for me. Then add salt and pepper to your liking. Behind you. I'm going to go over here real quick. Always great to say behind you when you're in the kitchen. Make sure that you don't <laughs> run into anybody. <laughs> I'm going to use this. I used to wait tables in college, so that was a, a phrase we used all the time. We don't have a blender or a mixer, so I'm just going to use this, okay? You good with that? Great with that. It's all the same flavor anyways. You can add uh, salt and pepper to taste how you want to. You can add garlic powder, you know, really whatever you want to. Yeah. to Paprika, chili powder. I love I love a good chili powder, huh? You're into into the spicy? I like chili powder. <laughs> I use it a lot at my house. Paprika I use a lot, too. Yeah, I like paprika as well. Mostly because it's a red spice and I have red hair. <laughs> um, so then you just measure. layer it. So then we're going to grab, while you work on that, we're going to let this simmer a little bit longer. Probably should stir these onions a little bit as well. Wait, so this is going in. What goes in first, the potatoes? So we put the potatoes first. I'm going to grab those out of the freezer. They're right there. Yep. Do you want me to do a little, uh, just a little wipe in the pan just because? I'm going to do it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. A little Sounds olive oil just because. Sounds good to me. Good deal. So you want to do about a half of a package of a 15-ounce uh, frozen bag of hash browns, which is what we've got right here. Well, 
We've got 30 ounces. So I'm going to do about a fourth of this one. And that's oh. going to be the bed? And we're going to put it in the bed. So, yeah, I'll grab this right and over we're going to put it in the bed. You knew what I meant. I did. I knew exactly I what you meant. made it up. Yeah. That's good. See? See? <laughs> You're just going to basically, like, shake it out in here. And really, this is kind of to your discretion, right? Yeah. Everything is. Always is. That's the best part about using a savory I'm breakfast casserole. Let's put it casserole. in just because I want to. That's the fun of cooking, right? It is the fun of cooking. All right, so always Where's Johnny, sure. by the way? <laughs> you know, no. that's a great question. Hopefully she didn't get lost going to grab a coffee. <laughs> you can check in with her. <laughs> All right. There we go. Okay, so far so, so good. We've got this in here. Yep. So far so good. We can go ahead and start layering. So what I would suggest doing is doing all of the um, the more stable ingredients, i.e. like the onions, the meat, all that, the potatoes first, and then you're going to just bathe it all in the egg mixture. Okay. How's that sound? Yeah. So what do you want to do with it? All right. You, you tell me. I mean, it's all the same, right? It's all the same. Here. You go you first. Do, you do the sausage. I'll put some onions in. You want to put them all in or are we just going to layer? You know. Let's put them all in. Let's put them all in. Why not? As long as they're not lumped up in one corner. You know what's great about this, too? But you can layer cheese. We're going to do that after we, after we get everything rocking and rolling. What's great about this recipe is like it got protein, all the protein, all the carbs that you need, especially if you're getting out on the mountain. Heck yeah. So we're just going to go ahead and do a sprinkling of cheese here. I'm a big fan of cheese in between every layer. Yeah. I found this extra bag. Great. In the fridge. So let's use it all. Let's use it all. <laughs> it's just going to be a cheesy goodness. All right. Are we ready to throw in that uh, sausage? I yeah, think so. Yeah, we're good. I think let's do it. You got it? Yep. Great. I'd rather use my hands. You know, a little grease never hurt anyone. <laughs> in fact, it makes it more delicious, in my opinion. Are we can we want to go all of it in there? I think layer? so. Let's throw right. it all in there. Let's make that. it a, a nice, hearty, protein-filled breakfast. My mouth's watering right now. <laughs> I can't wait to try this. Kim's like, I'm taking all the leftovers home. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to have leftovers between you and I, my guests from out of town, and the rest of the crew. Oh, here. yeah, I Johnny. Think Johnny, I, I think it's has gonna quite be an gone. appetite. You know, all right. We'll sprinkle a little bit more in here. <laughs> Why not? Can you sprinkle more than that? I am. We're just okay. working, working on it. Working on it. All right. Wait, we've got some salt and pepper. Yeah, we'll put that on too, but this is ready to be. All right. Can you decide what you want to do? Are we going to take a break or are we going to come back? I think uh, I think it's time to. What? Pour it and go? Time to pour it and go. Go right. and then we'll put more cheese on top, right? We Absolutely. good? Absolutely. We're good. Oh, and I think the ticket is going to be those little nuggets of joy, these little cream cheese thingies. It's going to be so good. We mixing it or no? We don't really mix it, do we? You can if you want to. Um, you don't have to, but... I think it looks pretty solid, don't I think you? it looks pretty good to me. Okay. And then, you know, it's cool. It's, the eggs are going to rise a little bit. Everything's just going to fill in. We're just it's gonna, gonna, and it's going to coagulate. It's going to coagulate. Well, in a sense, right? Yeah, it is. Put some of this on. You're, start, you're like... like yeah. It's going to be really cheesy. <laughs> yeah, but we good. like the cheese. Yeah, that's good. And awesome. then we don't have any tin foil, so we're going to use the cookie pan. We're going to use this as a cover to put it it's in the It's a magic hack. Is so it ready? It's ready. We're ready to go. Okay. You open that oven up for me? I'll I will toss open this in. oven. You ready? Here we yep. go. Good. Here we go. Oven 350. And we'll just keep checking in on it. And it should cook about, I don't know, 40 minutes or so? 40 and then minutes? 40 okay. minutes. That's what it takes. So we'll be enjoying it at the end of the show, but... Great segment. Love being in the kitchen. Mark did not throw anything at me like he did the very first time. over yet. <laughs> well, stay tuned. We'll be back with more on Good Morning Vale right after this. Good morning.
Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast nuestra página web cba.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Well, Archer and I are going to get headed on further down the trail, but I hope you'll catch up with us a little bit later. Hi. I'm Ben Roof and I'm one of the new hosts here at TV8. I'm so excited to share all of my explorations throughout the Vale Valley with my dog Archer, where we'll be taking you to hiking trails, biking trails, maybe we'll go rafting, fishing, or whatever else we can come up with. I'm so excited to share all of that with you in my new segment, Outdoor Adventures. Don't forget to catch up with us every day right here at TV8 Vale or at TV8Vale.com because there's always more for you on 92. Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you'd like to share for Vale Valley? We want to hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vale. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at tvavale.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92. Booking information at Leadville Railroad.
Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Happy Thanksgiving. Now, I love stuffing, especially on Thanksgiving. Emily Davis gave us a look at a healthy alternative to doing stuffing. Welcome back. Right now, I'm here once again in our kitchen with Emily Davis of Whole Essentials Nutrition. She is cooking more healthy, delicious food for us with the holiday in mind. Emily, how are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm excited to dig in. This looks and smells delicious, and we haven't even started. <laughs> it's probably the herbs that you're smelling. So, yeah, today I thought I would share with you um, a healthified version of some of our Thanksgiving or holiday favorites. So today I'm doing uh, like a paleo style stuffing. Um, paleo meaning that it doesn't include bread. So that's what I'm sharing well, today. I'm excited about that since I can't eat bread. So let's get to it. Although sometimes that's the part that we crave and we want. Yes. And, and I think, you know, like the conversation I have with a lot of my clients, I, I do work with a lot of people who need for various reasons to eliminate certain foods, bread and gluten being one of them, um, depending on how you react. Um, if it's that once a year thing that you love and want to have, then have some, right? I mean, you all know your, your body's best, um, but yeah, it, make that decision. But, but I think as a whole, my thought is like, we, we can make that day a little better. Um, hopefully get people feeling a little better after the meal um, while still having really delicious food. You know, you make an excellent point because we do, if it's something that you just don't eat because you're trying to be healthier, then maybe you can make something like this, still get all the flavor and enjoyment and maybe splurge on something else. Absolutely. Or if it makes you feel bad, you can just enjoy the holiday a little better and not have some of the issues that maybe you've had in the past if you've indulged in some of these. I, I think so. Yeah, I, again, like you, you all know, um, you know, your body's best, but, but I think um, we, we can definitely just feel better by like making some adjustments. So yes, this recipe is dairy-free, gluten-free, uh, happens to also be nut-free and soy-free, and I mean, lots of things, um, while focusing and including on some really delicious and flavorful foods. So we're not skimping in any way, no, I guess is what I'm saying. No, but ideal for your holiday table. So yeah. where do we start? So I have um, prepped ahead um, um, the recipe that I was using called for um, butternut squash, um, I used sweet potato instead um, because when I was shopping for this last night, um, I was looking for a convenient way to get the recipe started and I wanted something in the produce section um, that was already uh, peeled and chopped and they didn't have any butternut squash, they had sweet potato, so that's what I did. So in other words, like it doesn't really matter. You can substitute um, like the starch that we're using for a couple of different things. So you're gonna roast, um, start with that and roast. And I've I've already done that, that step. Looks beautiful. So looks yeah, very delicious. they got a they got a little too close to the element last that's night in the I oven, like but that's it. okay. <laughs> Do you add a little bit of oil before you roast yeah, it? Yeah, so um, all I did, um, like I said, I, I got these in the produce section. Um, if you're looking for just a really convenient way to get this started, um, already cubed and peeled, you're just going to put about a tablespoon of olive oil with a little bit of salt and pepper. That's it. And then roast on a baking sheet for about somewhere between 30 and 40 minutes is what I did. 
So, so. And, and really, like, once you get that started, then you could do this. And so altogether, this recipe would take about 30, 40 minutes. It, it'll really come together pretty quickly. I the longest is chopping everything. Yeah. Yeah. So the other ingredients, just to kind of go over what I've brought. So sweet potato or squash, whatever you choose. Um, I'm using um, a pork sausage and you could use a chicken. You could use a turkey sausage. The important thing to me is that um, there, there is an added sugar and added preservatives and lots of different things, and this one doesn't have those. And we've recently found a vegan sausage that we really like, mm -hmm. actually. Vegan sausage or keep it out, right? There, there are options, but today I'm using pork, um, and then we're going to do celery, apple, um, some cranberries. Again, I'm looking for um, cranberries without any added sugar. It's hard to find. Um, so look at the label. And then the herbs that I'm using... Um, sage, rosemary, and thyme, and it. I I prefer fresh herbs. Yes, you can get away with like just having these dried in your cabinet because um, most people do have them. But it's going to really enhance the flavor by using fresh, which is always a good thing. Yeah, yeah. The nutrition, nutrition and flavor. Actually, you're really enhancing. Oh, and then onion. I don't think I mentioned that. So those are the ingredients. Really pretty easy to find. Um, I've mentioned a couple of different variations, so that's all we're doing. And so to start, I've turned on the heat and we're just sauteing. Um, I'm using avocado oil because it has a higher smoke point and I just need like about a tablespoon. So you're gonna turn on the heat and then add your oil, ideally. And you could use a different type of oil, but mm -hmm. you prefer the avocado oil. Um, I would, I stick to olive, avocado, or coconut. And so for this particular recipe, I would do olive or avocado, yeah. So then we're just gonna saute onion and celery together. We're gonna get that started for a couple minutes before we add the sausage. And just a couple minutes, that's all it needs. You don't need it to be especially soft or... So I'm, yeah, good question. So these are gonna uh, need to cook longest, and so that's why I'm starting with them. So a couple minutes until the onion is translucent, then I'm gonna add the pork, then I'm gonna add the apple and herbs because those things don't need to be cooked as long, if that makes sense. I always tend to overcook. I overroast. I oversauté, <laughs> which can be a problem. Well, and then think like this is going to then go in the oven, and so yeah, we don't we don't need to cook it more than a couple minutes just to kind of get it going. While that's cooking, I'm going to show you. Um, so with the fresh herbs that we're going to add later. Thank you. So the thyme, you don't really need to do too much to the thyme, and I'm not you can kind of see this. Um, when the at the end, when we're ready to add this, I'm just gonna pull them off of the... Because um, you don't want that the thick stem, stem right? Right, you don't want the stem. So I'm just gonna, like with my fingers, I'll show you later, but I'm just gonna pull those off of the stem. That's, all, a, that's all you need to do with this. It's a, is it a problem if you do get some of the stem in there? I don't, I mean, you don't it's gonna want be to, crunchy. But, okay, mm -hmm. but that's it, it's not. Yeah, it's not terrible, you hazardous. can eat it. Nope. And then the other two herbs, rosemary and sage, 
we're going to mince. And so with the sage, I'm gonna pull the leaf off. I need about a teaspoon of each is all. So I'm gonna take about two leaves and I'll show you what I'm gonna do with that in a second. Do you use a little more if you have dried? Or less? I would actually use, um, you could get away with less fresh because it's gonna be more potent. Okay. Yeah. So as always, depending on what flavor you like, how much you like something, you could use more or less, but start out with about a teaspoon. And then the same thing with um, the rosemary, I'm gonna like pull it off of the stem, but then it's, it's a lot bigger than the thyme, and so I am going to cut it. So, just so you know, that's kind of how you... Just chop it a little bit so it's yeah, not so not, su not such a big mouthful of rosemary. Okay, so this looks good to me. And I'm gonna add the, the sausage. This has just paprika added to it. And like I said, I'm, what I'm looking for is no added sugar. So do you read the ingredients on everything? I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised, but that's important. Most questions that people ask me, like I, I had someone who asked about, um, oh gosh, what was it? Um, ah, I can't remember. Just yesterday, someone asked me about something and I said, like a healthy product or something that sounds healthy to people but isn't always, like check the ingredients. You don't, you don't know. I, you made that point last time you were here, especially with gluten-free and gluten-free bread. Yeah. I had no idea. And yeah. now it's trying to find a better substitute. Yeah, so. yeah, lots of processed We're gonna stuff. take a quick break and let the sausage cook. So make sure you don't go anywhere. You wanna come back and see exactly how to assemble this delicious, Dish with Emily Davis. So we'll be right back after this. Good morning, Belle. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. America was built on a love for the outdoors. We are a nation of sportsmen, blessed with magnificent natural resources. With broad interests across water and field, we are united in our devotion to nature and conservation. Join us every week for the best shows celebrating the outdoor lifestyle. Outdoor America. Live free. You're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, 
you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! Our independent news hour offers diverse perspectives and unique opinions often unheard in the mainstream media, live as the news unfolds. Tune in for Democracy Now!, The War and Peace Report, weekday mornings at 9 and evenings at 6 on TV8 Vale, Comcast Xfinity, Channel 92. There's more for you on Channel 92. Welcome back to the show. We're having too much fun this Thanksgiving. Have you ever seen a stuffing cliffhanger? Well, we have one for you, so let's take a look. Welcome back. We are here with Emily Davis. Our sausage is cooked. We are making delicious stuffing for our holiday tables. So what do we need to do next? So the sausage is cooked. That really just took maybe eight minutes or so. And then we're going to add the apple and herbs. Because um, just a reminder that those don't need to cook very long at all. And so that's your, your final step before you put everything together. So um, I've just, this was a pretty big apple. I've just used half of it. You could use more, but you can just kind of see I've, I've chopped it up. Um, what you know, type of apple? Does it matter? It doesn't matter. Um, this happens to be a honey crisp, but yeah, the short answer is it doesn't matter. Um, I think the honey crisp are a little bit more flavorful and sweet, and I definitely do like the contrast of the salty and fatty and sweet, so that's just my preference. Um, but so we're just gonna add it to the sausage. And yeah, it looks, to me it looks like that's plenty. I, I wouldn't do more. Um, like I said, that's just half the apple. And then the herbs. You can kind of see I've just minced um, the rosemary and sage, and then we're gonna add in the thyme just from, um, from I don't know what to call it, off off the stem. I don't, I don't need to cut that one. I don't know how to say it. It smells, your dishes always have such great aroma. <laughs> It's really, the, the fresh herbs are really gonna do that for you. So, these, I mean, these are affordable. You can find them almost anywhere. Um, they're not hard to use. So like I was saying before, the thyme, I'm just with my fingers going to pull them off. And they're small enough that I don't need to mince them like I did the others. About a teaspoon. <laughs> that's it? You just pull them off? That's it. Yeah. So I'm just, that's how I'm using those fresh herbs. And again, I'm just going to... So this doesn't need to cook very long, because once again, you're putting it in the oven, and you've already cooked the sausage. Exactly. Yep. So apples and herbs go in the very last step. We're not really cooking more than a minute or so, just to kind of incorporate. And then the last step... Um, like I said, I've already roasted the 
Um, I'm using sweet potato, and so I'm gonna add it. Go ahead and add that in. Oh, just dump this in there. Yeah. I was gonna do it the other way around. And you could, honestly, it probably doesn't matter, but this will incorporate maybe a little better. And then the other thing I would say is um, we're, we're gonna put this in the oven. And if you're using an oven safe skillet like I am here today, then you can just keep it here, right? Then you're gonna put this directly in the oven for about 30 minutes. If you don't have an oven safe skillet, cook it like we've been doing, and then you're gonna put it into a baking dish. So I just, I brought both so that you could see a couple of options. So I'm just gonna incorporate this. Um, and then the only other ingredient, it is optional, um, but if you like your stuffing to kind of hold together a little bit more, um, more than what you see here, then you would add an egg at the very end. And so that's going to help um, the mixture kind of... So be more of a stuffing, traditional bread stuffing yeah, consistency? Yeah, exactly. And if you're using the egg, then it's going to need to be about 30 minutes in the oven. If you're not using the egg, we've already kind of pre-cooked this, it's only gonna need about 15 minutes in the oven. So know that that's gonna be different. So if you don't use the egg, it's just gonna be more like what you see here. Exactly. Just a little bit more, not mm -hmm. as together. Yep, exactly. And just just because I can't really show you that whole process, I'm not going to add the egg, but that this is when you would do it. You would just um, whisk it in a bowl um, together, the, the egg whites and the yolk, and then you would add it, not crack it on top, right? So that's what you would do. And then that's it. That's it. That's it. So really, I mean, this came together in about 30 minutes. It's really just a handful of ingredients. Oh, I lied. You'd add the cranberries. I almost forgot my cranberries. Is this something you can make ahead and put in the fridge or freezer? I think so. And then even like I prepped um, and roasted the veggies last night, and I don't, I don't think that's going to matter at all either. And so if you wanted to prep something the night before to make day of prep a little easier, then that's an option. Always important. And oven space, too. Oven space. It's nice Exactly. This recipe is pretty adaptable for that. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, this, this really is, I think, a, a great alternative, like we talked about, someone who needs to um, eliminate certain ingredients um, but still wants to feel part of, you know, the, the festivities. Like, this would be something um, that would be great to bring to a family or a work gathering or something. Like, that's, that's one tip I guess I always talk about with clients who ask me this is, um, you know, take, take control of that. Don't show up to a party empty-handed and think, like, there's nothing for me to eat. Bring something and know that you can, at the very least, eat this, you know? And while you're cutting a lot of stuff you don't want, you're not cutting flavor. It's going to be delicious, and you might not even miss traditional stuffing. I don't think you will. I haven't I, tried it yet, but yeah, I, I don't think I don't sure think I'd will. miss it either. And and there's variations to, you know, lots of holiday favorites. Um, this just seems to be one that I get asked about a lot, and so I wanted to show um, an alternative. So, and you mentioned it. that it, this is Pleo, right? It's. Paleo, yeah, Paleo. yeah, meaning so 
paleo, kind of going to like paleolithic ancestors, the theory is just that we didn't have grains. And so it's not even just gluten, but someone following a paleo diet wouldn't be including any type of grain at all. So, And I know you have a certification in that as well. Yeah, I do. So I'm an autoimmune paleo coach. Um, work with a lot of people with yeah autoimmune disease um, as one of my specialties so which I'm sure is very helpful for many people is that so yeah a yeah. way that many people need to eat now yeah and it's becoming for lots of different reasons a lot of people um, are being diagnosed with autoimmune diseases so yep what else will you have on your holiday table so this year I actually plan a menu for um, a recovery center. I think I might have mentioned on here before I planned their holiday menu and we've got, there's a farm that I'm uh, affiliated with locally um, and I'm going to get the turkey from from the farm. Um, we're, I'm probably going to do this recipe, so a paleo style stuffing. We're going to do some roasted veggies. Um, we're going to do a mashed cauliflower versus a potato. Um, pumpkin panna cotta, I think is what we're doing too. So variations on some some favorites but definitely a healthier twist it all sounds delicious can we all come yes you're all invited <laughs> where can we get more information about you emily and everything you're doing so probably my website is the best place holyessentialsnutrition.com you can also find me on instagram under that name um, but yeah either place is probably a good place to start Sounds good. Well, thank you so much. Always yeah. appreciate you spending time with us in our kitchen. And this looks absolutely delicious. It's going to be on my table. So thanks for having me. Appreciate you being here. Yeah. All right. We'll be back with more. Eyepieces of Veil has been a fixture in the Veil community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card.
Welcome to the TV8 Visitors Bureau, getting you in the know before you go. We're up here in the beautiful Beaver Creek, and if you are looking for activities to do, well, they've got an app that can guide you through everything you need. So you just have to download the Beaver Creek Village Guide, and it'll get you everything from restaurants and shopping to when activities and events are taking place. There are so many great activities always happening up here at the Beaver Creek Resort, and one of them is the Villar Performing Arts Center. This is a great venue for you to go and enjoy so many incredible shows. It's going to be super easy to buy your tickets using the app, and we're going to show you how to get there. Once you buy your tickets to go enjoy the Villar Performing Arts Center, this is how you're going to get there from the covered bridge here in Beaver Creek all the way over there. Let's go. Once you make your way down to the Vlar Performing Arts Center, you get to go inside and enjoy their 535-seat intimate venue where they do so many great shows. So make sure that you check it out and use the app to plan your entire trip up here in Beaver Creek. That's going to do it for this edition of the TV8 Visitors Bureau. We'll see you soon. At Revival Boutique Med Spa, we take an integrative and holistic approach to skincare, focusing on the bigger picture when treating our clients. We use only result-driven and science-based products that contain clean, organic, wild-crafted, and research-based ingredients. From injectables, facials, to body contouring, we offer anything related to looking your best self. Find us in the Riverwalk in Edwards. For a complete list of services, visit us online at revivalvale.com. Follow us on Instagram at revivalvalevalley. Fall in love with your skin again. There's lots to love at Revival. Mind. Body. Beauty. When people think of world-class destinations, they're drawn to a place that provides opportunities for fine dining, shopping, superior lodging, exciting events, and unparalleled outdoor activities. Park City, Utah and Vail, Colorado are renowned destinations for travelers and extraordinary homes for residents. Feature your exceptional products and services in these two luxury communities. Advertise with Park City Television and TV8 Vail. Contact us today. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. Join host Madison Brown as she visits with guests ranging from country star Toby Keith to magician Tommy Wynn. Explores the kitchen from cake decorating to cooking Hawaiian style, all while exploring unique locations across the country. Check your local listings and tune in. You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado.
Welcome back to Good Morning Vale, the second half. What an awesome show already. I'm your host, Gretchen Fleshaw. Happy Thanksgiving. We're talking all things food today, as well as goggles. You know, when I think of Thanksgiving, I think of goggles as well. I love to ski on Thanksgiving. Hopefully you're stoked. Thank you for spending Thanksgiving here with us. Get ready, because Good Morning Vale, the second half, starts right now. Welcome back to the show. Happy Thanksgiving. I am so excited because it's Thanksgiving. I love this holiday. I love being surrounded by people that I really care about. And I also love all the good food and goggles. Yes, you heard me correctly. I love the goggles. They're so brilliant. We just talked to Eyepieces of Vail yesterday, Beaver Creek opening day, such a fun time. And I learned so much. And these goggles I adore, Smith goggles. As you know, Smith is one of my favorite goggles. We've talked about it a lot here on the couch, myself, Kevin, Kim, various other people. But Smith, for me, I feel really shapes and frames my face really well. I love the different colors available. Yes, we were just joking. <laughs> But yeah, it's very, very important, obviously, to see the vision. Precision and vision <laughs> is important. However, the colors are so fun to play with. You get to show your unique self and kind of show your vibe through different goggles and colors. So these goggles, Smith, I love them. I think they're great. They're more for uh, smaller faces. I love the vibe of that. It's kind of like 80s chic, kind of um, a mint blue or mint green lime I don't know, blue color. It's beautiful though. And also I love how easy it is to interchange the different goggles. You can see the lenses are beautiful and they go in very, very easily. The thing that I have found that's very hard is during the day, it tends to get dark and then the sun comes out and then it can be overcast again. So you need to be able to interchange these lenses quickly. And that's something that um, especially Smith, I feel, and so many of the different goggles that eyepieces of Veil have, you're able to do that um, without having a hard time. So check out Eyepieces of Veil Goggles. It's 
you know, it's Turkey Day. It's Thanksgiving. Goggles, what's a better thing than that? <laughs> Keep it right here. We have more of the show. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Think Big features top kid inventors who face off against each other to see who can come up with the most innovative and creative invention. In Think Big, kids acquire and showcase their skills in creativity, science, marketing, design, and don't forget, teamwork. Check your local listings and watch the world's most innovative kids. They create and invent new toys, games, websites, and new modes of transportation. Tune in to Think Big. America was built on a love for the outdoors. We are a nation of sportsmen, blessed with magnificent natural resources. With broad interests across water and field, we are united in our devotion to nature and conservation. Join us every week for the best shows celebrating the outdoor lifestyle. Outdoor America. Live Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. I am Gretchen Fleshaw, host of TVA Fail. From fashion to food, from film to festivals, experience a unique look at the boutiques, spas, restaurants, and venues that make the Valley so special. Join me for Glitz and Glam. Find it in Good Morning Vale or at our website at tv8vale.com. I can't wait for our next adventure. Dogtales is America's premier dog lovers magazine show. This series is all about dogs and the people who love them. Featuring dogs of all sizes, shapes, and breeds, keeping you up to date with all the latest news from the dog world. Sit back and enjoy a fun program for the whole family. Check your local listings and tune in to Dogtales. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale on this Thanksgiving morning. Now, when I think of Thanksgiving, I think of cornucopia and what is in that? A squash. There's so many different things we can do with a squash. Let's take a look. Welcome back to Mountain Connections. Right now, I am here with Emily Davis of Whole Essentials Nutrition. I love how she always makes eating healthy, simple, and very relatable to do. Emily, thanks for being here. You're so welcome. It's nice to be here. I know that may sound strange to say it's relatable, but sometimes it can feel very foreign when you're changing your diet or when you want to be healthier and you just feel very out of your element. 
I think so too. I, I think one of the biggest things that I hear from my personal clients um, and from people I teach classes to is it, it seems very overwhelming, especially um, if the food is new to you and, and you're not comfortable with it. So. It's one more thing to add to an already packed life, but you make it not so hard to do. Well, thank you. I, I, I do try. <laughs> um, and today I've got, it's fall um, where we are. And so I've got a variety of squashes, winter squashes that I'm going to show you how to prep um, and talk about the nutritional benefits. I love squashes and fall is here. It's the time to enjoy them, but many of us don't have any idea how to actually cook them. Yep. Again, I feel like that's one thing that I hear a whole lot about. So yeah, I, I've got a variety with us today. So I'm going to kind of go through, like I said, um, I'll talk about the nutritional benefits um, and then show you how to prep each one. They're, they're really not that different. Well, so. honestly, some of them I have cooked before, but some of them I've just displayed on my table as a nice <laughs> little fall harvest. And that's okay too. Um, so yeah, should we j jump in? Yes. Yeah, let's get started. So what I've got for you today, like I said, is just kind of a variety of what I am finding here locally. Um, depending on where you are at home, you might find some other varieties. Um, but this one's pretty classic. Like if you don't know, this is an acorn squash because it looks like an acorn. <laughs> um, this is a delicata squash. Um, so that's kind of that longer one that you see. Um, this is a spaghetti um, and I'm going to show you how to prep this. That one's a little bit different than the others. This is called a red curry. Um, so this one's not a pumpkin. This is a curry. Um, and then this one is a butternut. Um, and I have a sweet potato here just for, I don't know, good reason because it's fall. Um, it blends in well. Yeah, yeah. So some of the others that you're going to see might be um, a kabocha is what it's called. And a kabocha will look similar to this one, um, but it's usually like a, a dark green, like this acorn. And then I, you know, there's pumpkin, of course, too. And the couple of stores I went to, either they were out or they just didn't have any right now. So pumpkin is usually what we think of in, as fall, too. I'm very curious about some of these lesser known ones, especially mm -hmm. this one. How do you prep this? So the like the information that I'll give you about eat, like they really are very similar as far as prepping. So um, let me let me just kind of show you. <laughs> oh, sometimes it's intimidating cutting into them. You don't know. Yeah. So some of the, what you're gonna find exactly. Um, I and I think there is that um, apprehension, like I say, of cooking and working with something you're not comfortable with. The thing to know about squashes, um, these tend to be, and maybe you can tell or see at home, but these are the ones with thicker skins. Um, and so you prep them a little bit differently. These have thinner skins. They're all edible, by the way. Um, you could eat any and all of these skins as well as the flesh. Um, the yeah. pumpkin is more in this category of the thicker skin. It would skin. be. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and then within pumpkin, right, there's the, the like bigger carving pumpkins that we get, but then there's uh, pie pumpkins is what they're called. And they would be about this size. And those are the ones that you would want to cook a pie. But yeah, it would fall into this. So yeah, you're going to prep it very much the same way. So I'm going to move these and just show you what I mean. 
Definitely a sharp knife, I assume, is key. A sharp to being knife. Able, otherwise, you're not going to be able to cut through it. <laughs> I speak from experience. <laughs> a sharp knife, and this one, this one that I brought today is maybe not the best. Um, but so if you, another uh, trick that I'll share, if you don't have a really sharp knife, um, if the skin is is really just too thick and, and feels kind of unsafe cutting into, rinse it, put it in the microwave for a couple of minutes and, and pull it back out and, and then it's softer. Yeah, that's a great tip. I usually just give up at that point. So <laughs> just put it in the microwave, soften it up put a bit. Put it in the microwave. Have some patience. Yes. <laughs> and it'll work. So this one I actually put in the microwave just to kind of show you how easily it cuts. So any and all of the squash, you are going to cut down the middle. You're gonna scoop out the seeds. Um, all of the seeds can be eaten if you want. So you could roast those mm -hmm. or even have them raw if you really want it. If you really want it. <laughs> I would Roasting roast. Roasting is preferred. I would roast. Um, but yeah, so you're going to scoop out like you see me do here. Both sides. And with an acorn squash, um, I typically use these as bowls. In other words, I often... Um, We'll do a mixture that I'm cooking separately, and I'll put it in the middle. You don't have to, but there's lots oh, of good recipes yeah, out there great for, idea. you know, like... It's like when you do green peppers and... Yep, similar. Stuffed peppers, I yeah. guess. Would be yeah, very similar. So it's like a stuffed squash. Oh, delicious. So yeah, you can just kind of see, not hard, I'm just using a, a regular spoon with that. Scoop out the seeds, again, save them if you want. Um, but then this is this is pretty much ready to go. The only other thing I'm going to do is just put a little bit of olive oil. So you would roast this. I'm going to roast it and I'm going to share. It was a little bit too much <laughs> olive oil. So I'm just going to kind of rub out on the skin. And then you always put face down on a baking face sheet. Face down? Mm-hmm. Why is cut that? side down. So it's like essentially steaming it. Mm. So all, go ahead. After it's roasted, then mm -hmm. you could stuff it or scoop it out. And what would you make with it? So I have a really good um, it's ground turkey, cranberries, I think, a um, couple other different veggies. Sage is really nice with it. Um, so I, I like a, a mixture like that. And like I said, I'm, I'm cooking that separate baking this and then I sort of you know put them together once once they're both cooked <clears throat> so that's one of my favorites um, this will only take about if you prep it like this it only takes about 20 25 minutes at 400 you're really going to do the same thing with all of these varieties really it's not much different I'm going to cut them down the middle take out the seeds put them down same process. But I guess cooking time might be a little different mm -hmm. depending on how big they are, how thick the skin is. Um, you could you could just put this in the oven. Um, it'll take twice as long, you know, so 45 minutes or so versus the 20 or 25, but you could. Um, and then if you, so if this one, if you didn't want to stuff it, once it was cooked, um, you're, you're just gonna kind of scoop out the flesh. Um, you could cube it. You could, you could do several things with it. Mash it. Um, I want to show you actually the butternut because um, it's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. 
And I've heard of some people putting these in Instant Pots. Have you ever done that? You can. Yeah. So I would um, put a little bit of water in the bottom. Um, you should have a trivet inside the Instant Pot. I would put that on top. And then essentially you're just steaming it. Yeah, the same way that you would in an oven. That's fascinating. So you're going to slice that butternut squash. I think while you do that, we are going to take a quick break and come back with even more squash fun with Emily Davis. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Good morning, Belle. Welcome aboard. Bobby Laurie and Nikki Noya have your ticket to everything you need for an on-the-go lifestyle. Grab your boarding pass. It's time to jet set. here at Bat Country Studios in Mintern. And I've been in the Valley for seven years. Um, I moved to the Valley because a friend helped me to get my vision off the ground, building my glass studio here, um, and being so close to snowboarding. So here at the studio, we're acting as a broker for 50 to 100 artists from around the country. We also offer glassblowing classes, and we bring many artists from around the country here to be able to work and create art collaboratively and be so close to skiing and all the activities we have here in the valley. Here at Drinking Vessels, we specialize in handmade glass drinkware from artists around the country and around the world. Some of these are produced as more of an item you could get in sets and kind of get different color options as time goes on. And some of these are completely one of a kind uh, and really high-end art that's unlike anything people have seen before. While I'm an artist myself here at the studio, I'm representing between 50 and 100 other artists from around the country. And most of these artists are able to spend most of their time working on their art while we help handle their marketing and their sales and the distribution and representation, allowing them more time to focus on their art. That's really my privilege in running this business is creating that support and providing that platform for this big group of artists that are part of a movement that's very important to me. At Revival Boutique Med Spa, we take an integrative and holistic approach to skincare, focusing on the bigger picture when treating our clients. We use only result-driven and science-based products that contain clean, organic, wild-crafted, and research-based ingredients. From injectables, facials, to body contouring, we offer anything related to looking your best self. Find us in the Riverwalk in Edwards. For a complete list of services, visit us online at RevivalVale.com. Follow us on Instagram at Valley. Fall in love with your skin again. There's lots to love at Revival. Mind. Body. Beauty. Coming up this season on Ready, Set, Renovate, real homeowners tackle really big renos. Welcome to the ugliest house in the neighborhood. It's a wild ride from before to after. If we go to the tile store one more time, only one of us is coming out alive. <laughs> well, I didn't know he was going to do all that. Between the budget and the timeline, it's makeover madness. Good morning, Belle. I don't know about you, but I am loving this Thanksgiving show because we have had cliffhangers of all kinds. This is a squash cliffhanger. Let's take it back and look at the squash. 
Welcome back. We are here with Emily Davis from Whole Essentials Nutrition in our kitchen, continuing our discussion on a squash. Tis the season. It's fall. It's time to cook these beautiful divine squashes. How's it going? We started out, we prepped them, we learned how to steam them in the last segment, and now we're moving on to butternut squash. Yes. Yeah, because you can prepare butternut a little bit differently. You can do that the same way that I just showed you with the acorn, but I'm going to show you one other method. Um, and I'm just going to point out, since this is open like this, um, and you can you can see this one too, if I open the spaghetti or the delicata, you're going to see more of a yellow versus orange, but it's this yellow-orange color that tells you about um, some of the nutritional benefits, which are uh, winter squash are full of antioxidants, um, really high in fiber, low on the glycemic index, which makes it really good for uh, diabetics, um, people with heart conditions. It's good for that too, because they're so high in potassium and magnesium, um, just a really, really nutritious food. So are they low carb then? Low carb. Yep. So they Perfect. have about like, for example, this butternut has maybe half the carb load as a sweet potato. Oh, nice. Um, nice. Yeah, so low on the glycemic index, a lower uh, starchy kind of carbohydrate, um, tons of fiber, protein, antioxidants. Have I convinced you yet? I'm convinced. <laughs> Sold. They're so good. I want all the squash. So, yeah, while I've got this, uh, I just wanted to, to highlight that. But what you're going to do with the butternut or what you can do um, is peel it. And you're just going to use a peeler like this. You could also use a knife. Um, but a peeler tends to take less of the skin off. So I'm not going to go through this whole thing, but you see what I'm doing. And then what I would do once it's peeled is um, cut it into. I feel like with butternut squash, you get a lot of soups, even pasta sauces. I think it's great for that. Yeah. So even like some dairy alternative kind of mac and cheeses I've oh, made yes. with a butternut. Um, I, I think they're great for that. So you can kind of see what I'm doing. Like I'm going to cut it into slices and then um, again, like this would be peeled on the other side, but you would just do into just little chunks. Kind of, yeah, like these size pieces, about a one inch piece. And then those are great for, like you said, a a stew, a soup, curry, um, oh, yeah, curry. All, all kinds of things, really. So this is just a, a different kind of preparation um, that is unique to the butternut. I, I wouldn't do that with mm, any of the others. And then the spaghetti is a little bit different, too. Um, if you've never seen a spaghetti cooked... That's a great alternative, of course, spaghetti squash to spaghetti noodles. <laughs> yeah, so these are, um, it, it's a great alternative to other kind of traditional pastas. Um, I always tell people, you know, to add a vegetable as often as possible. And so um, you, you can see, like, I've, I've prepped it the same way that I did the acorn. So cut it in half, um, scooped out the seeds put it down so it's steamed and a little and, bit of olive oil and a little bit of olive oil and then this uh, once it's done just you're shreds just, yep with a fork you're just going to kind of gently so you roast it 400 how long does it take to get this perfect this was about 20-25 minutes and everyone's oven's a little bit different so you're you know it's going to differ a little bit but this was 20-25 minutes oh yeah and so you can just kind of see like it 
it just come the flesh just comes off of the skin and then this is your your noodle oh it's my favorite yes yeah would you use it for anything else besides as a pasta substitute I that's a good question I think that's probably like my favorite way to do it is just with like a marinara um plant-based or you know with some meat um it's a good question yeah, I, I think that's probably that's my ideal favorite. For pasta, yeah, I'd say. It is. <laughs> on its own, honestly, like I think the when once you start eating like whole foods and you notice those like subtle flavors with food, I, I think it's delicious on its own too, oh, as kind of like a side. Um so yeah, if you've never seen a spaghetti squash, how you cook it, that's that's how you would prepare this. Um yeah, and then like I said, I oh, that's right. I was gonna show you. If this seems too hard or if this, um, I don't know, you, you want a more convenient way to do it, you can find these at most grocery stores. I like how much they're doing this now with the zucchini, the zoodles, and now with butternut yep. squash. It really makes it, you're right, a lot easier if you want to just have something pre-prepared but healthy and enjoy your squash yeah. quickly. Yeah, there are ways to do it. So this is the butternut. This is a sweet potato. Yeah, you can find zucchini. Um, I think those are really the three that I see most often, but, um, these are less than two and a half dollars each. Um, if you're feeding a family of six, it really does, uh, you know, it's better for the budget to do it yourself, but mm -hmm. you know, a single or a smaller family, like, these are still affordable. And these you'd use once again, like with the marinara, Alfredo sauce, maybe even a stir fry. Yeah. Something yeah. Something like exactly. that. Yeah. Um, I would, these kinds of noodles, you don't have to cook very long. And so if it's, say, a stir fry, you're cooking the other things first, and then you're putting those in at the last minute, just cooking a couple minutes, um, really quick and easy. Yeah, well, I'm feeling very inspired. Perfect. Love fall, love squash, <laughs> but I appreciate you making this simple, easy, direct. We can have all these healthy foods in our diet. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, where can we get more information about you, Emily? So my website's probably the best place to go where there's information about uh, the programs and services that I offer, um, classes that I teach. So yeah, that's probably best. Well, sounds so good. Thank you so much for being here. You're I'm welcome. so excited to dig into all of the squash, feeling very inspired to eat healthy this fall season and eat in season. So I yes. appreciate Emily yes. being here today. We'll be back with more right after this. Good morning, babe. Map Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8, así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web cba.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. 
no te lo pierdas. Andrea Jackson. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. How many personal stories you can share? Do I? <laughs> yes, I do. So, so even though you work for some good deals, too good to miss on flash deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Welcome back to Good Morning, Bill. Happy Thanksgiving. Now, do you need a last-minute uh, centerpiece? If you do, our very own Kim made a beautiful one, and it's pretty easy to follow. So watch right here and follow along. Start to celebrate all the things that we love here, which is skiing and snowboarding and all of the fun winter activities. Now, before we move into winter activities, you're probably wondering, what in the world am I doing and what am I standing in front of? It is time for some holiday crafting. And you're probably hosting guests or friends and you know you want something to make your table a little bit more festive and more decorative and so i'm going to show you an easy centerpiece idea now the best part about this is that you can literally put whatever you want to in it so i have two vases you've got a smaller vase and a larger vase you're just going to stack these in here and then what i love about this is that you can really put anything that you want to on the outside and this kind of just keeps it very pretty, so you can change it out throughout the seasons. So right now we're gonna go ahead and focus on our Thanksgiving slash fall table centerpiece, 
We've got all of this fun straw, which I'm going to actually take my scissors right here, and we're going to cut it up into various pieces, and I'm just going to shove it on the inside of this here. And you're just going to continue to layer. So you just push it all down in there, and it's just going to make it really pretty. You know, one of the fun things that you can do with these vases, get those little um, twinkle lights that have the battery pack. You can put the battery pack on the inside of the inner piece of your vase, and then you can intertwine it. But today we're just going to keep it simple, and we're going to put all of these this fun stuff in here. Another fun idea you could do, you can take uh, popcorn kernels, obviously not popped, and pour them in here too if you wanted to just give a little bit of variety. And then if you're moving into the Christmas season, you can layer it with like peppermints or Christmas candies or really whatever it is that you want to do. And you're just going to keep layering that in there. Next thing we're going to do is basically just take an assortment of flowers. I've got all kinds here, as you can see. I bought these at my local craft store. Right now, fall flowers are on sale, so it's a great time to get out there if you're just going, how do I spice things up and make it a little bit different? But you just kind of, I, I take, um, actually, before I even show you that, you just take a piece of newspaper and you're going to crumble it up just like this. You're going to shove it in the middle so it provides a little bit of stability for your flowers. And then you just start layering it as needed. I love to have a variety of things. So we can take some of the shapes. I've got my wire cutters here. And this will just basically give us a little bit of depth and dimension, a variety of heights. You just kind of work it just like that. It clips super simple. I'll put a few there. And you know what's best awesome about these flowers? You can literally bend them so that they're sticking out exactly how you want to. Now for our centerpiece, I like to take something that's a little bit different, right? And I've got these, these fun, wispy, I don't even know, they look like, like um, pieces of wheat almost. So I like to put this kind of in here, Let's start there, and then we're gonna take this fun like berry sprig and poke it through just like that. We'll just get a couple more here. And then once you kind of arrange the flowers that you want to, I think we'll take a little bit more of these and you'll figure out what pieces are missing. And then you can go in and do that. So I don't know about you, but I love holiday crafts. I've loved crafting ever since I was a kid. It's fun to kind of ex experiment with my creative side. You know, not often do we get to do that in the hustle and bustle of everyday life. So just bent this one out so it looks really pretty. Now, as always, crafting is great to have some tape. So once we kind of figure out which flowers are going to be the bulk of it, you can stick some tape in the middle of, of these vases to kind of keep everything all in one spot. We're going to take these pretty white roses. Let's see here. Now, I like the way that that looks. It's starting to come together. And we'll just keep putting a few more in here just to create this really beautiful fall foliage. And the best part is you don't have to water these because they are already... They're fake, which is great. So you just kind of add that in. And then you know it's fun for Christmas. You can just switch these out for like bows of holly and you know various like evergreen. Uh, cranberries are always a great one as well. So as you can see, it's starting to look really beautiful. Let me add a little bit of red to create some depth there. And then if you're like if you wanted to put more into the base here, we'll see how it looks after we finish crafting everything here. And just kind of keep sticking them in and seeing what you like, right? I think it's really fun to, to do this. And the best part is these are not real flowers, so that you can really experiment and try different variations 
as you're putting things together. Now I've got these really fun, I don't even know what these would be called, but just I love the, the textures and the different dimensions of all of these flowers. It looks like we've got some berries, and then these are my favorite. So these are really great fillers to kind of stick in there, and it really just creates depth, gives it a little bit more volume, and then you know the more you put in here, it's just a gorgeous centerpiece to put in the middle of your table. So I've got it in a bunch of different fun, fun colors, I like the red. It looks like a peacock feather in my opinion. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and stick this in here as well. And then you can even like cut it up and cut the various lengths. So, you know, I'm looking at it. I don't really like that length. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to go ahead and, you know, trim it up a little bit with my wire cutters. You can get these for like $4 at Walmart. Really great. But all of this, really, you can just get to Walmart. And especially now, it's a great time to get these kinds of things because things are on sale, right? You can either get it for next year. That's my holiday hack and my holiday tip and trick is buy the Thanksgiving things after Thanksgiving or same with like any of the Halloween decor. And then that way you've got it like ready to rock. You're not rush rushing around being stressed out. Okay, I like the way that that looks much better. As you can see, looking gorgeous. And before, before we finish here, I always love a little bit of holiday sparkle, so I am going to stick this one right in there. I've got a few here, so I'll probably put a couple more in, too. Let's just stick one more over here on this side. As you can see, looking great, nice and beautiful. And then just to finish it up, one of the things that would be really fun if we had it would be to take some burlap, wrap it around the outside, you know, just really make it just as festive and as creative as you want to. Now, if you're looking for any more ideas, I'd be happy to share, but holiday crafting is, season is upon us. It's going to be a good one. So this is a gorgeous centerpiece for your Thanksgiving table. Now, stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. Join me on Elizabeth Stanton's Great Big Worlds. Find out where I'll be going next and which celebrities I'll be bringing along with me. I'll show you amazing destinations with lots to explore, and you'll get to know my celebrity guests the way they really are, up close and personal. We'll travel the world, experience new cultures, and together, try to make a difference. I'm Elizabeth Stanton, saying the world's a big place, and I'm going to show it to you. Lionshead Jewelers Fossil and Mineral Gallery. Located in the heart of Lionshead Village for over a decade, our 4,000 square foot gallery boasts a one-of-a-kind experience that cannot be found anywhere else in Vail. We carry the most exquisite array of fine jewelry, high-end minerals, and museum quality fossils. We invite you to come in and explore all the history and beauty that nature has to offer. Eyepieces of Veil has been a fixture in the Veil community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision.
Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now, are you full? Yeah, you probably are from all that great Thanksgiving food. But I know if you're like me at the end of the night or end of the day, rather, I'm really, really hungry still and you have all those leftovers. What do you do with them? Let's take a look and see. We are here enjoying all of the Thanksgiving leftovers. And back with me today is Alex Danes and her mom, Sherry Giles. They're gonna show us this incredibly yummy, good, unique recipe to utilize all of these delicious Thanksgiving leftovers. We're stuffed, but not so stuffed that we can't enjoy this. This is impressive. Exactly. I mean, we all have leftovers. I feel like in our house, especially, we make a lot of food. We plan for a lot. We always oftentimes have tons to share and so we always are trying to think of ways to utilize those leftovers i mean as much fun as it is to just make up another plate the next day we are the type of people that like to do things to the next level somehow i'm not surprised at all <laughs> the more you get to know us you find that that's our personalities we definitely do things we go big or go home and we like to do things over the top so we wanted to take all the elements of your thanksgiving table and create one easy crunch wrap and a crunch wrap. You're not just making a simple soup or a simple sandwich. You are definitely taking it a step ahead. I've never even had a homemade crunch wrap. So yeah. I'm excited for this. Yeah, my mom here, she she's the crunch wrap queen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my kids don't really like leftovers. So if you're going to have to disguise that leftover food, you've got to figure out a unique ways of doing it. Plus, I mean, let's be honest, nobody really wants a sandwich. I don't know. They grow up having bag lunches, sack lunches all through elementary school. And so by the time they get raised, they say, you know what? I don't really like a sandwich, especially a homemade sandwich. So traditionally, you could do it on a homemade roll, throw a piece of turkey on it and maybe some cranberry sauce and, and, you know, make it just like a regular roll. But let's be honest, let's take it to a next level. And then they don't really know they're eating leftovers because it's something unique. So well, it's and the crunch wrap queen. I'm very <laughs> impressed. So this, you are making crunch wraps quite a bit. I think. Yeah, absolutely. So I started making them with, and it's kind of in place of a breakfast burrito. So breakfast burritos are common around our house. We really like them because some people like sausage and some people like bacon and so it just adds a little different element. Well, crunch wrap, it's actually putting it together and then putting it in your panini press. And you don't have to do it in a panini press. You can do it in a frying pan on your stovetop for sure. Um, especially if you have a small kitchen and you don't have room for a panini press. It's just something that we've incorporated into our family rotation. So, Well, I'm here for it. How do you make a crunch wrap? Yeah. So the start, the base is going to be your lavish wrap. That is this. It's... Um, just basically like a flat, kind of like a tortilla, but it's a lavish wrap. We got these at our local grocery store. They have multiple brands. There's flat outs, there's lavish, there's other brands out there. So just kind of look, you're looking for a larger, flatter wrap. And these actually have a, they're not circular. These are rectangular. So you don't want to use a tortilla. You need a little bit more thickness. It's a little bit more thicker because we're going to, we're going to load this baby up and then we're going to press it all down. So we want it to be able to, hold all of that food in the crunch wrap. So Plus that's your base. It, and everyone's trying to be healthy now. They're obviously trying to cut out the carbs. So thinking about eating a homemade roll, you know, this is a little bit healthier version of the homemade roll. Um, first of all, I would start with doing it on the inside. So there are two sides to the lavish wrap. That's the I'm inside. Gonna, okay, so you're gonna load that out. baby up. This is the inside. Yes. 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 I'm this learning that now. Is the outside. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't put very much in it, let's be honest. It's just a little bit, a dollop in each. And I was just telling them, if you had leftover cheese from your, you know, cheese or from your appetizer, this is a great way to use that up. And honestly, it just adds that extra layer. For some reason, some of my family members don't love mayo. 
I don't know why. There isn't anything I don't love, but they don't love mayo. And so cheese is just another way of making it kind of moist. Once you bite into it, you don't want to really want to have a dry sandwich. So it just adds that extra layer. So, so could you use sliced cheese, grated cheese, yeah. just whatever you yes, have? Definitely. Yep. yep. I would say whatever's left over, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> don't go to the grocery store. Just use what you have. Just use what's in your fridge. Raise your fridge. Yep. Yep. And the nice thing about this is you could add, um, you know, you could add some lettuce, you could add some onions, you could add some peppers to it, but we really just wanted to keep this one to be a Thanksgiving wrap. And so all those yummy flavors that maybe you have left over, here you go. So your cranberry sauce. Mm -hmm. I heard today that cranberry sauce is one of the least favorite items on the Thanksgiving table. <laughs> I think I, I, we <laughs> neglected it for sure. <laughs> I tend to disagree if you have homemade cranberry sauce. I agree. It's so good. I agree. So good. I agree. Definitely. And it doesn't take that much. It's honestly very easy to make. It's usually buying the cranberries is the hardest part. I think they're in short supply in the grocery stores. And so we buy them in advance. Actually, we'll freeze cranberries oh, really? all year long. So once you see those bags in your grocery store, start snagging them because they do disappear. So if you missed out on cranberry sauce for Thanksgiving, yes. save them, have it for Christmas. Right, yes. right. Get ready for it. Yep, yep. So you're just layering the in. cranberry yeah. sauce. I'm like, the do cheese. we go middle line yep, or just kind of right in the middle? Line. Just stack that right in the middle. Crunchwrap queen, we have to ask her for direction. <laughs> it's really good. So you could put maybe ham in there? If you, you could do ham. ham. Yep, you could do a ham and cheese for sure. We really just wanted to stick to the turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes, a little bit of corn. Uh, and I even thought even an extra layer of cheese would be yummy in it too. So, Wait, so just layering corn. all your favorites. Uh huh. Yep. You know, whatever you got leftovers up. Perfect yep. sustenance to grab as you run out for more Black Friday shopping or and as I, you're yes. online. Yep. And I think it's really, um, it, you're trying to put, to minimize the flavor because you just want to have that one bite of stuffing or you want to have that little bite of potato. And honestly, it tastes really good. So. Oh. Cruncher up queen. All right, I will trade you places here. Okay, perfect. So we've got all of our insides in here. So all you have to do with the crunch wrap is you're really just making it into a pocket. So we've all had hot pockets as kids. You're just kind of folding those edges in and kind of sealing it off because you don't want all your stuff to start peeling out once you put it into your panini wrap. So you sort of just hold it in there. We've brought Chef Chamois just because it's so good. You could put Chef Chamois on the outside. The other thing is you could just use your regular cooking spray, spray it, and then you just kind of seal it in your panini press. So if you don't have a panini press, no, no stress. All you have to do is um, do it in a frying pan right on your stovetop. So we usually have multiple frying pans going. You want to put the, um, the side that's folded down first. And you can hear that sizzle. Oh, it starts to smell so good. I just want to go to your house. Multiple <laughs> frying pans going of yes, crunch wraps. Of crunch, and you're crunch the crunch wrap queen. That's right. That's right. I'm not going to make my own leftovers. Yes. Yes. So anyway, it's just put it in there. Let it sit for a few minutes. Kind of let all those flavors kind of emulsify together. Um, the beauty is you don't have to go to the grocery store. You can use what you have left over. So think of all the creations you could do. You could do a, a barbecue. If you had maybe a desire to do something else, you could do barbecue pork. You could do barbecue beef. I mean, there's so many different Breakfast flavors. Breakfast is are. our favorite with scrambled eggs. Yes, <laughs> scrambled eggs, a little bacon, peppers. You could do a Southwest panini. Oh, I love this idea. Yes. My so. kids will definitely eat leftovers now. <laughs> <laughs> For all of those kids that we've spoiled, I, I have a few of them at my so house. True. They do 
not love leftovers. I've had to reinvent the leftovers. It kind of depends so. on what it is. Yes. It's something they love, yeah. like the leftovers. Yeah. But this is great. Now, yeah. I have to ask, while this is cooking, yes. you both love to cook, but you also both have been in television. It runs in the family. <laughs> there is a little TV in our background. I Don't go back looking for my TV days, oh, no, but I did have a debut to. when I was in college. So <laughs> I, I do love working on TV. I think there is, um, Alex has a great passion for it. She loves being in front of the camera. And so I would say, yes, it runs in the family. Well, I feel honored to have both of you here <laughs> cooking for us today on this day after Thanksgiving, this Black Friday. Grab your crunch wrap, go be ready for whatever, wherever the day takes you, whether you're shopping or hiking or just enjoying time with your family. This is a great way to do it. How long does it take to cook? Just a few minutes, honestly. You can, um, you can kind of watch it. That's what I was saying. There's no right or wrong reason. Um, we've let it kind of warm up a little bit. It, I would say two to three minutes. And the beauty of having a panini wrap is you don't have to flip it. On a frying pan, Ooh. you would have to flip it. So you it can get dicey. When you you could be a little it. dicey. Yes, yes. So if you don't have a panini press, I, I think it's okay. I actually, the first time I made it, I took two frying pans and kind of stacked them on top of each other. Just to kind of push it together, not necessarily oh, wow. a necessity. So well, I see where Alex gets her creativity. <laughs> you just make it work. Well, thank you so much, both of you, for being here today. Thanks for having me. Excited us. to dig into some leftovers, make a crunch wrap, enjoy your day. Yes, thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Excited and to dig into this during the break. So we'll be back with much more right after this. Thank you. Good morning, Bell. host of Democracy Now! Our independent news hour offers diverse perspectives and unique opinions often unheard in the mainstream media, live as the news unfolds. Tune in for Democracy Now!, The War and Peace Report, weekday mornings at 9 and evenings at 6 on TV8 Vale, Comcast Xfinity, Channel 92. There's more for you on Channel 92. TV8 is serving the community 24 hours a day, seven days a week, delivering content in all sorts of mediums. Take us with you on the go as Good Morning Vale and Good Day Vale are now available as podcasts. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, and Pandora. And don't forget, you can always find TV8 on YouTube, TV8Vale.com, and all of our social media platforms. Just another reason why there's more for you on 92. Join us in exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the Vale Valley. Hear their inspiring stories of how they came here, their contributions to our community, and why they chose to call this place home. We want you to be one of our neighbors. If you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured, please send an email to danielle at tv8vale.com. We look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. 
Find us on TV8Bell, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. Today, I'm gonna to give you a tour of my house. Just kidding, this is only my house in my dreams. It's actually considered one of Vail's most expensive properties, and I'm gonna show you why. This is Elitza Vagenik Tova. She's a listing agent for this 8,800 square foot mansion at 165 Forest Road. For around 40 million bucks, Elitza says the price comes down to its Vail Village location, and of course, all the bells and whistles. This home is spectacular. It is a pure perfection. A lot of windows which brings the indoor out and outdoor in. We have a 75 foot long swimming pool, heated, spa with waterfall, exercise room, privacy and 360 degrees views of amazing mountains, ski slopes and Gora Ranch. She says that during her time as a realtor, she's noticed a spike in home prices. So over the last 20 years, um, we have had more people moving in, coming in, buying second homes. So properties has gotten much more expensive. But don't worry, she says, she can help you find something in the Vale Valley where you can enjoy a wonderful quality of life, no matter what your budget is. There are homes in all price ranches throughout the Vale Valley. As you go west, you can afford more room for less money. The connection to nature, fresh air, less people, relaxed life. We live healthy here in Vail Valley. We exercise, we are nice to each other. <laughs> Everybody here is here because they want it to be, which is really special. After all, home isn't just a place. It's a feeling, she says. And the feeling I get from this home is that I don't ever want to leave. Oh well, it doesn't hurt to dream. For TV8 in Vail, I'm Avisha Scarborough. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for sharing it with us here on Good Morning Vail. Tomorrow I'll be live in Vail, so definitely check it out. Have a great Thanksgiving and see you tomorrow. Bye, everyone. Yay!
Thanks, guys. Oh, cold opens. Yeah. I'm like, bye. See you. <laughs> I'm out. Bye, bitches.